Welcome to Let's Not. I'm Sam. And I'm Michelle. And welcome to season two. Oh my God, it's here. It's finally happening. <laughs> you might have thought that we were gone forever, but we're back. We're back, baby. <laughs> um, shoot, now what did, I don't even know what we were talking about last time. This is take two, by the way. <laughs> take two, by the way. Um, you were telling, well, before you were talking about your nose piercing. Oh yeah. So since we've been gone, I went ahead and got myself a little nose piercing. Finally. Um, yes. I've been wanting it since probably around 24, 25. Yeah. Oh, so it was a long time in the making. Why do you think you waited so long? Um, because back then I ended up, maybe it was 23. I ended up getting my nipples pierced instead, just mm-hmm. because it was like right after college, I wasn't sure what the next job was going to be. And, you know, it was still in the time period where people would make you wear like band-aids over oh my face gosh, piercings yeah. and stuff. So I was just like, you know what, let me not do anything on my face. Cause who knows what that'll lead to. But now I just, I'm just like, you know what, I can go ahead and do that. Cause it doesn't fucking matter. Everybody has yeah, nose piercing. <laughs> exactly. I remember when I had like my lip pierced and I worked at Yankee Candle and like I always had to put those clear little things in it Uh and I fucking hated it so much. Yeah, it's so stupid. Yeah. It looks much worse than the actual piercing. It does. So it doesn't make sense. Um, But anyway, so I got it and I was telling you that I feel like I might be over cleaning it just because I'm like very nervous about getting that little pimple. Mm -hmm. Um, And then you were about to tell me some devastating news and then we got kicked off. So... (laughs) So, so when I got mine go. done, I did clean it often because I was scared of that. Cause I'm like, if I have a permanent bump on my nose, uh-huh. like I can't deal with it. No, I can't. I can't have another like addition on top of my gross nose. Oh, so come anyways, on. come on, Sam, <laughs> so why are you talking to her I, that way? <laughs> you're right. I did have like a little pimple and it started getting like bigger and bigger right on the piercing. And then I just did like a warm compress and it was so gross. Like all this pus came out, oh. um, but it went away. So you could probably start doing like a warm compress or like even in the shower, it'll mm-hmm. probably kind of act as a warm compress. Yeah. And then eventually you might probably have like a little bit of pus. Well, that's what I do anyway. Like I usually take a shower every day, if not every other day. So mm-hmm. I definitely let it run over my face and that's when I'll like twist it and make sure yeah. it all gets clean. Um, but I do a warm compress and a saline soak twice to three times a day. Okay. Um, what? Are you overdoing it? Like Am what I? did your piercer say? <laughs> well, no. Well, he said to do it like four times a day, but that okay. just seems like I Crazy. don't see. Yeah. It's like, I don't think of it enough to do that. And then also. Um, because obviously the saline solution is making that side of my nose super dried out and like mm-hmm. all crackly and stuff. I've been putting coconut oil on it, which I, it said, I, I Googled it and everything. It says it's fine. No, I'm all- <laughs> You keep I'm sorry. You're giving me bad I faces. Know. I'm only smiling because when you said I've been putting co, I immediately just thought of cocaine, which <laughs> I think we're probably going to touch base on it a little bit. But after watching this Johnny Depp and Amber, her trial, I'm like, 
literally everyone and their mama does cocaine like oh yeah such a leisure activity I love it so when you it just made me think of that and then I laughed but anyway oh yeah I feel like cocaine in the big cities is a very recreational drug all right love that (laughs) (laughs) Um, but no, even if I was doing cocaine recreationally, I would a hundred percent do it in the other nostril. (laughs) Well, actually, how would you be able to? Cause you have to like press your other one down. So I would go behind it, go behind the ring. I don't like getting anywhere near it with my greasy little fingers. My, my, you know, I know I turn mine all the time and I'm just like, how does it not get infected? Well, yours is probably a hundred percent healed at this point, but no, I know, but it's still like the bacteria yeah. from my fingers going inside of it. Oh but. yeah. But no. And also when he was just like, well, it'll be pretty much healed at three months, but mm-hmm. really, really healed at six. And I was just like, I can't be I this neurotic it. for six months. No, I think you'll, you'll chill on the cleaning yeah. as time goes by. Cause you'll feel so. confident that yeah, it's yeah. healing. So that's so exciting. I love that for you. I love it too. You know, mm-hmm. um, just another additional piece of jewelry to accessorize my face with. Yeah. It's, it's fun. Yeah. Which I went with a yellow gold hoop. Um, and then Cute. when he was actually doing it, he was like, Oh, I have rose gold too. And then that really put me in a spiral. Cause I was like, huh. <laughs> Like my wedding ring that I absolutely wear every single day is rose gold. But if I, and I don't wear earrings and necklaces every day, but when I do, Mm -hmm. they're all yellow gold. And I'm just like, oh, what do I do? Yeah. How do you decide? How do you decide? I'm just gonna, you know, in three months get probably. No, I don't know. I'll keep it. I also just got new earrings that are sitting right here. Uh, these new like hoops that are like chain mail. Oh my gosh. Those remind me of like Gwen Stefani. Yes. They're so good. I got them at Jake, me and Jake went to Marshall's and he got some shorts and I just poked around the jewelry because I wanted yeah. some new gold chains. Mm-hmm. Um, and I saw those and then they were like 10 bucks. I was like, oh yeah. Oh my God. Oh yeah. Put them oh, in yeah. the cart. Put them. <laughs> also, Michelle has another update. What? <laughs> what else did you shop for recently, Michelle? What did I shop for recently? that Jake got and then he got you a pair <gasps> Sam why are you putting me on blast like this I mean people I I'm feeling like I should have a pair because I saw another person on social media was like I caved in and got a pair <sighs> and I'm like am I missing out on something guys do not judge me please 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 I you swear might, to you god you might have a community that's listening to let's not you <sighs> might I might be the oddball out Maybe. You might not need to feel embarrassed, honestly. No, I'm going to, because I just can't believe that I've gotten to this point in my life, but this was a different Marshall's trip. Jake <laughs> had found a pair of fur-lined white Crocs in his size, and he was like, I'm going to buy these. And I was like, Jake, please, for the love of God, don't start wearing Crocs. And he's like, no, it's just slippers for the house. And I'm just like, okay, fine. And then yeah. he's like, look, there's a second pair in your size. And there was the only two pairs in the store. <laughs> and I was just like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do this. And I put them on and they were the most comfortable fucking things I had ever put on my feet. And I was like, fine, just for in the house. Right. And he's just like, just for the house. <laughs> I have worn them outside of the house twice already. 
twice yeah not yeah. once for five seconds and then you go back inside and <sighs> change them no the second time yes but the first time I was kind of rushing out the door and I just like halfway through my day I was just like I'm wearing these fucking Crocs outside of the house and they're white like they're loud you know okay I didn't when you first told me the story I must have missed the detail that they're fur lined yeah what is (laughs) so are they comfortable just because Crocs are super comfy or are they comfy because the fur I think both. I think a lot of people wear Crocs in like, um, you know, kitchens and stuff like that. Cause they're very comfortable. They're slip resistant, yada, 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 mm-hmm. but they are super comfortable. And especially these, cause they have the fur line. That's why I was like, the fur line will make Crocs sure with the fur. Oh, Sam, stop <laughs> it. I still can't, I can't believe you threw me out there to the wolves. Really? I really didn't think you would mind. Oh, it is one of my bigger shames stop it it is <laughs> own it just own it own it lisa own it. <laughs> um okay all right all right so yeah have you had any fucking embarrassing purchases in the three weeks that we've been gone embarrassing per- i mean not embarrassing <laughs> <laughs> i don't think embarrassing but okay so i've been in need of underwear you guys like literally I have so many pairs of underwear that are too fucking small and some of them have the tags that I got probably like six seven years ago and I just keep them in my drawer and they literally are brand new like I'm just like oh these are so cute like I don't want to throw them away but it's stupid to keep them but anyways I mean obviously I would maybe I guess donate them since they have the tags on they have tags for sure yeah Um, But anyway, so I was like, I need to buy new underwear. And before, like, I just would always go to Victoria's Secret because I know like what cut and what size. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, let me just see if they have like their little sale. Usually you can get like seven for, I don't know, $35 or some crap like that. So I looked and I was like, let me see. And so I ordered some and I sized up in my underwear and I cannot tell you what a difference that is. Like, Oh, not that I felt gross in my body before, but I was like, I was just wearing small underwear. Yes. Like it made such a difference. I was like, Oh wow. This is actually really nice. Like my body doesn't look as awful as I thought it did. It was only cause <laughs> I was wearing small underwear. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, so I mean- my tip is if you don't like yourself in your underwear, just size differently because <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah it's like if you size out of your underwear you start looking like a pot roast that's been like yeah. trussled up for yes. the oven but I'm feeling attacked <laughs> once you're wearing the right size it's like oh I'm a sexy bitch I'm that's sexy. right yes yeah. I was just like oh oh this is nice yeah oh I love that yeah. I love that for you yep (laughs) great awesome oh we should probably let them know what's happening with the podcast since we're coming back now Mm -hmm. um so we're still going to be recording on thursdays but so that we can talk about more current event things without a full week going by before the episode comes out 
and more news has come to light and all of a sudden our take is very, very wrong. Um, we are now <laughs> going to be releasing on Fridays. So yeah. like right after we get off this, edit it, put it out, it'll be coming out tomorrow morning. So it's a much quicker turnaround time for us, but for you guys, pretty much not Tuesdays anymore, Fridays. Fridays. Yep. Mm-hmm. Anything else? Um, I think that's it as far as up dates to catch you guys up on yeah so hopefully we can keep you company during your Friday work day or mm-hmm. maybe during the weekend when you're catching up on stuff in your house or whatever yeah all right so let's get back into it all righty so this weekend well actually I have two dogs now oh yeah so I've been dog sitting an extra little doggy who used to live in our apartment building. It's been three weeks. This is the final week. <laughs> it's a lot. It is. I can only imagine. I mean, I love it, but I'll be glad to turn my phone back to silent because mm-hmm. like his dad will call in the morning when he's leaving the house on his way. And then when he gets here and I just hate answering the phone. I hate talking on the mm-hmm. phone. I hate like having to like wait in anticipation for something to happen yeah so it'll be nice to get back to like my laid back routine (laughs) yeah yeah and I'm sure because Raven's older it's like you haven't had that like puppy energy Mm -hmm. in a long time I'm sure yeah and also it's I feel like all the dogs that you sit for every now and then are like older dogs as well yeah they are and all of them are really good I love them Mm -hmm. all but I, I think I'll probably miss him when he's not being dropped off every day. But mm. I'm sure he'll be I'm glad sure. to like be back in his routine and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. And then also Michelle's going to be doing a little dog sitting. Michelle's <laughs> so kind enough to come over to my apartment because Joe and I are going to Maine this weekend. And Michelle is dog sitting Raven. And they're going to have quality time. <laughs> We're going to have a girls weekend. It's going to be so much fun. I'm it's excited. Gonna, uh, I'm super excited. I'm sure there's going to be poop scenarios. but Yeah, probably. You know what? I'm also going to poop in your house <laughs> <laughs> for you to find telling, at a later date. <laughs> no, I was telling <laughs> Joe, I'm like, you better fucking clean your bathroom because Michelle's coming. And his bathroom is the grossest thing I've ever seen in my life. I just won't use that one. No, Michelle, because that's exactly his point. He's like, I don't need to use it because Michelle probably won't use it. And like none <laughs> of the guests use it because it's the one in the bedroom. So yeah. he gets to live his life never cleaning a bathroom. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to tell Michelle specifically to use your bathroom. So you better clean it. Oh, or else you're going to be embarrassed. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we're going to Maine. We're going to go see all of the Stephen King spots I guess I don't really know all the details I'm just kind of going along for the ride and I'm really excited about it I guess they take you on a tour of like um all of the spots that inspired Stephen King and some of the filming spots I think oh wow um so I'm really excited for that oh that's super fun and we're also going to this Chinese restaurant that where they it's where they filmed the new it movie it too where they all meet back up in the yep restaurant when they're adults so I'm excited that's super cool did you like the second it yeah I did like it okay all right there may have been some slow parts but I feel like that's to be expected because even with the original like the tv 
made for TV yeah, yeah. movie. The second one, the second part is like super slow. Yeah. It's the not first as one fun was great. when they're kids, you know? It's not. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. This isn't a good segue, but speaking of Maine, so <laughs> while we've been gone, the, you know, a lot of news stories have broke, but one of the bigger ones that has been going on is the whole Johnny Depp, Amber Heard trial. And I don't really want to get too much into who we think is right or who we think is wrong. Cause I think they're both wrong, but I overheard on like a podcast that I was listening to that, do you remember? So you've been watching and keeping up with it. Um, so somebody that was speaking on Johnny's behalf, it was like mm-hmm. a woman that had bangs and she ends up getting dismissed because the judge asked her like, oh, are you watching the trial? And she was like, yeah. And mm-hmm. so she gets dismissed and they have to throw out everything that she said. But so she was speaking to a paper And she was saying that at a wedding once, Amber said to her, do you and Steve and her husband ever fight? And she responded, we sometimes have an argument. And she was, Amber goes, no, Gina, like really fight. And Gina says that it was pretty unnerving because she was saying it as if like she enjoyed it. And she goes on to say that I think there's a part of Amber that believes fighting is passion. It means that there's sparks, fireworks in the relationship. And so this is something that has come up a few times in my life. And I've heard a lot of people have this thought process. And I think it is so negative and toxic. And I don't understand. Mm -hmm. How do you feel? Do you feel like you should be fighting for a relationship to be passionate? No. Okay. (laughs) Oh, thank God. (laughs) No. I mean, so like, I feel like there's been... a few relationships that my friends have and like Mm -hmm. marriages where they never fight and uh, like I not that you and Jake don't fight but you guys are like um I don't know how to describe it but I guess you guys are always like on the same page yeah or maybe I it's like you never you don't really fully know someone else's relationship yeah um but then it's like, I would hear people say like, oh, if you don't fight, that's not normal. Like something's mm-hmm. going on there. Yeah. You know, having arguments is definitely normal. Like you're going to get into disagreements and you're probably going to hurt each other's feelings, say something that maybe you didn't want to say, but to fight like that, like, no, that no. is exhausting. I don't mm-hmm. want that kind of relationship. Like I'll be fine by myself. I don't know. No, it's so bad. And I remember once when I was working at the bakery, one of my friends there was like, oh, me and my girlfriend got so into it last night. We were screaming out in the streets and one of our neighbors called the cops. And I was just like, dude, that's like so bad. That's not what you want in a relationship. And it's not healthy. And he turned to me and he was just like, you don't know what you're talking about. Like you and Jake are pretty much just like roommates. Like you guys don't even love each other. I was like, why the hell would you say that? And he goes, you told me that you guys never fight or argue. And I was just like, yeah, for the most part, we don't. And he was like, Mm -hmm. well, then where's the passion? Like, obviously you guys don't love each other. That is, I mean, I guess it's like, you only know what you grow up with. Yes. And if you have parents like that, then that is normal to you. And you, that it seems like love. Yes. And I, I do believe that it's kind of like how you're brought up and it's kind of like the cycle that continues throughout generations, but it's like my parents fought all the time, mm-hmm. but then they also did get divorced and there was never those moments where it's like, oh, they fight, but you can tell that they really love each other. 
So I guess there are probably relationships like that where they fight, but then they're good, but then they fight, but then they're good. And so I guess if you see that growing up, you're just like, no, that's how it is. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Well, to be screaming and Mm -hmm. going out into the middle of the road to where a neighbor has to call the cops, like clearly it's a communication problem. Like you don't realize that when you're young, it's like all you hear is communication is key to a healthy relationship and you don't really grasp it until you get older. And it's like, well, shit. I like, I never, since my mom was she was single for the majority of her life. So I never really got to see how she was with a man, but she did Mm -hmm. have a longtime boyfriend that I grew up with. And the only example of her, like of them fighting would be like, she would just shut down, which that's what I do because that's like what I grew up with. And I, I feel like I'm doing a pretty good job of not of breaking that cycle, but it is Mm -hmm. like, that it's like, I don't want to do that, but I just, that's all I know, you know? Yeah. And I personally, I think it's fine to shut down as long as you're able to come back and then discuss it. Yeah. Cause I know personally for myself, if I'm like really mad or upset, mm-hmm. I'll get so frustrated with myself and not be able to really get my point across. And I'll start crying cause I'm frustrated. And it's like, I'm not actually upset to cry. It's just like, I need to calm down before I can like bring my thoughts to you. Yeah. I'm like that too. But then I also shut down because I don't want to say anything I'm going to regret. Yes. Cause it's like, I, I always feel like I'm being attacked or like I have to hurt the other person before oh. they can hurt me. So yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, so that's good. Yeah. That's why I shut down. Cause I'm just like, if I say something to you, I will literally make you cry. (laughs) Well, that's good. I feel like that's healthy that you know that about yourself and you don't want to hurt that person. So you stop it. You know, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I think at the end of the day, like my biggest thing is love means that you respect that person. Mm -hmm. And there's no way that you respect me. If you feel like you can scream at me or call me names or something like that. And it's Mm -hmm. like, I'm never going to forget that you said those names. So then resentment starts building. So it's like, how is there love there is how my process goes. I don't know how you can just be fighting all the time and saying all these negative things about each other and then be like, no, we're madly in love. No, I completely agree with the respect and the name calling. Mm -hmm. But whose side are you on? No, I'm joking. (laughs) (laughs) I honestly, I think that they're both. Mm-hmm. I don't believe I don't think that he would have done something like that with a different person I think it was the combination of their personalities together mm-hmm. but at the end of the day you always need to walk away from a situation before it gets physical yeah so I don't think anybody is in the right but I also think a lot of things were instigated to a point yeah and I mean it's it's hard because like yeah I don't want to get into it but I know literally literally that's all that has like consumed my time I hate to say that but whenever I'm working I just I'm listening to it every day while I'm working oh wow yeah I feel like I get the bullet points from like other people's regurgitated 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 thoughts on the matter yeah which is probably not the best way to get information, but it's fine. Yeah. I mean, I get taking in the bullets, but it definitely is different when you like watch it 
yourself. Yeah. Because you yeah. can form your own opinion and you're not just getting. Exactly. It's wild. It really is. All righty. Well, speaking of chaotic. <laughs> <laughs> Great segue. We're going to be talking about slow living. Mm. Yeah. I'm ready to get my slow life on. It's nice. And you told me about it last week and I thought like, oh, that sounds like something just to give people an excuse to like <laughs> lounge around or something. Michelle, really? Yeah, that was my first thought. It's because like, I don't like all of these movements and stuff is just like, oh yeah. my God, all right, whatever. Just like mm-hmm. live your life. It doesn't need to have like a, na- a name to it. I agree. Yeah. But I will say like, because sometimes I feel like I talk about it on here I feel like sometimes like I I feel like I'm not doing enough so then I Mm -hmm. beat myself up on it and then when I take my time doing things I'm like this actually feels pretty good but I feel guilty like I feel like I should be ashamed that I'm taking my sweet ass time because we're taught to like go 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 grind 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 so then when I saw this Mm -hmm. I, I don't even know I think I was on Pinterest and I saw like a graphic and then I was like, slow living. What is that? I started Googling. I found like a Facebook group and I was like, oh my gosh. And so I'm like, oh, I feel like that's kind of like my vibe. Like that's how I want my life to be. And it's nice because it's like, there's other people that do it and there is a term to it. So it kind of, um, what's the word? It gives it like, not verify. What am I trying to say? It reaffirms that I'm okay (laughs) yeah I mean you're okay you're okay but I I get what you mean and yes it is like nice to stumble upon something like that because then there are like additional tips Mm -hmm. to further it or to do it in a better way yeah but it's not like I'm not trying to live all these life trends like no that gets exhausting yeah no And I just thought, you know, like when you hear the term slow living, it's like, okay, yeah, like we would all like to post up on a beach and just lounge, but that's really not what it's about. No. So let me give you a very quick description of it. Uh, Slow living is all about consuming less and taking a slower approach to everyday life. Slow living can include anything from eating mindfully to planning your vacation. It's a set of values that says faster isn't always better. And I liked this little snippet of like how it came about. So slow living was born out of the slow food movement that emphasizes local and traditional cuisine over fast food. When a McDonald's wanted to open at the Spanish Steps in Rome in 1986, a group of Italian activists demonstrated. They threw a big pasta feast to protest the commercialization of the historic site. They also wrote a manifesto that went on to inspire the slow living movement. I love that. Mm -hmm. But anyway, so like, I completely agree with that. And they do mention they're just like, we're taught so much, especially in this country, because it's like a capitalist society that like, you're only as valuable as what you produce and if you're constantly producing then you're super valuable and you're very useful but it's really gross it's like really gross when people are constantly bragging about how busy they are Mm -hmm. you know what I mean it's like oh cool when was the last time you saw your kid so glad that you're so busy yeah busy Um, with what like is it are, are they really quality things that you're busy with you know exactly Is there anything that sticks out to you about slow living? Like, I know we'll get into some of the tips that they suggest. Um, I really like the consuming less, 
I like the being mindful of what you're actually doing. Mm-hmm. I like the importance of like doing things locally and like at a smaller scale. Um, yeah, pretty much anything that doesn't, I don't know. It's like, I really think this has probably gotten really big because of the pandemic where yeah. it was so fast paced that when we literally had to come to a halt, everybody was just like, oh, wow. Even when I was just going, going, going all the time, like, what was I actually doing that needed me to be that stressed and hectic and like constantly on the go? Mm-hmm. I love that you're taking in all of these things. And the one that I am holding tight mm-hmm. to is just being comfortable with saying no to like all the oh, stuff, yeah. like, yep. <laughs> like hanging out with I swear I do like people like, like <laughs> saying, no, you don't have to go to all the coworkers yep. birthday parties. You don't mm-hmm. have to go to your fifth nephew's first grade graduation flower mm-hmm. picking on a Friday night. Like it's fine to say no and to stay home or go somewhere and enjoy your time how you want to enjoy exactly. it. Exactly. And like the whole point of this is not like, oh, quit your job and do nothing tomorrow. It's like, no. yes, you still have to go to work and do those things, but yep. be very precious with your free time and only do the things that you truly want to do. You know, obviously you don't want to upset everybody in your life and make enemies, but it's like, if you truly don't want to do that thing and it's mm-hmm. really not going to impact anybody else's life, say no. Mm-hmm. But what's a polite way to say no though? I mean, I know people are just like, be honest and say that, like, you don't have like the mental bandwidth for it or whatever, but I think it's fine to white lie and be like, oh, I'm so sorry. I have something else going on or this came up Mm because you also don't, I personally don't want to be like, that's not important enough to me to somebody Mm -hmm. else because that's kind of, that's not what you're saying when you say that. But at the same time, it's like, oh, this other thing came up and that's why I can't go to it. Yeah. And you don't want the other person to think that that's why Um, a few weeks ago, what was the, have we recorded since, oh yeah, we have recorded since Easter. Um, I don't just forget what I was going to say. Oh, okay. (laughs) I was just going to say sometimes, like sometimes I do feel guilt. It's like, I want to go because I want the people like Joe's family. I want them to know I love them and Mm -hmm. I enjoy spending time with them, but I also, I try to communicate with Joe, like, well, if I'm not going to every family thing in my mind, that would be time that I would have spent with my family. Like if I spend it alone, like it's the going, it's the going back and forth, like a little bit with your family. And then it would have been a little bit with my family, but since I don't have family here, that's my me time. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yep. And so it's like, I, I feel bad for saying no, but I have been getting better about like, you know, I really appreciate the invite, but I don't feel like being around people and energy and they've been understanding. Oh, that's great. Yeah. I mean, to my face anyways, who knows yeah. what they're thinking inside of no, their No, no. I think, <laughs> I think, you know, the people that you can say, like, I would feel fine oh, like yeah. saying that to you or anybody being like, I just am not into it anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Um, but then there's other people that you might not know as well, where you're just like, well, I don't want them to think that I don't want to hang out with them or whatever. Yeah. I think in those situations, it's fine to lie a little bit. Mm-hmm. 
I think so. But no, it's great. I really like everything about this movement. I feel like I already implement most of these things. Mm-hmm. I think the only thing that I noticed on it that I need to be better and we'll go through the tips and tricks, but it's like definitely staying away from digital stuff more often. Mm-hmm. And then also probably like reading and journaling, but I'm not a big journaler. I don't know. What if you journaled on your iPad? I feel like if anything, I would want to journal on like actual pen and paper. Okay. I didn't know if you, if that would make it more appealing to you as if you could like do different journal spreads, like graphic designing them and then writing out on them, you know? I like, yeah, that sounds nice, but I really like pen to paper. Like, oh, I do too. I do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. Journaling always felt a little frou-frou to me, but it's like I've never actually tried it. So how do <sighs> I know? Oh my gosh, you should try it. I love it. Okay. All right. Maybe, you know, let's go through our tips. So maybe there's okay. other things that you'll be like, no, you'll love it. Just do it. You'll love it. Just do it. All righty. So we're going to give you. 11 slow lifting tips for beginners. We found these on calmmoment.com. And this one is my favorite. Tip number one, begin your day the right way. This is just about spending a few minutes at the very beginning of your day exactly as you would like. Maybe it's reading a few pages in a book. Maybe it's sipping some tea. Maybe it's looking out your window. Maybe it's doing some meditation. Like this is your little window of time that you get to choose how you want to wake up, how you want to start the day. Mm. I just love this so much. This is like so important to me. Yes. Yeah. And I, are you good about it? For the most part I am, but I have noticed like, because Joe works third shift. So he's coming home as I'm waking up, starting my Mm -hmm. day. Like, and recently he just was working overtime. So he wasn't coming home in the morning. So I got to have like my alone time in the mornings and I loved it so much. Like I would wake up kind of slow. Then I would take Raven out for a walk and I would just like Mm. sniff the air. I'd close my eyes. Like it just felt so slow. Like I froze time. Um, And then I'd come inside. I'd like water my plants, check on Mm -hmm. them and just kind of like mosey. And then it's like, all right, I got to get back to real life and work. But it was so nice. I'm like, can you not be here? No. <laughs> uh, no, that sounds lovely. Yeah. And I feel like that's the good thing about having a dog too. It's like, no matter what, that does have to be part of your morning routine. Like it gets you into a routine where it's like, mm-hmm. well, no matter what, I have to walk her at seven and I can get up earlier and grab a coffee and do it while I'm like walking. Yeah. That's very nice. And it definitely does set the pace for the rest of your day. Cause even just recently I was like sleeping and I was getting a call from Jake and I was just like, oh, that that's not good because he never calls. And so, you know, I picked up and he had me to do like I had to do something really quick before like a certain time on the computer or whatever. And it just like feels like a blitz attack on your day when you like have to wake up or if you're like you oversleep or something and then you have to like rush to get ahead. And it's just kind of like, oh, my God, what just happened? (laughs) I hate that feeling so much. And it's like sometimes when I'm tired, it's like, let me sleep in and then I'll just jolt into the day wherever I need to get up and going. Mm -hmm. But then it's like, what's worse? experiencing all of that negative energy or just being mm-hmm. sleepy for like the next 30 minutes trying exactly. to start. Exactly. 
And with this, with the slow living, it's like, go take a little nappy at some point. If you can, yeah. if you can, if you're remote, just, you know, snooze it, <laughs> snooze it. Okay. Tip number two is digital declutter. It says while many people try to cut down on screen time, living slowly doesn't mean you have to get rid of all your digital devices. Instead, embark on a digital declutter, go through your phone, get rid of apps you hardly use. Try to use technology in a more mindful way and make it work for you rather than the other way around. I like that. I like that too. It's definitely, I know that you can do like the timer on your phone where it's just like you hit 45 minutes today or something like that. I think Mm -hmm. that's probably pretty helpful. Yeah. Or just having your room in the other or your phone in the other room. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yes. I like to do that where it's like, I'll just plug it in and I'll go like two or three hours before I remember where it is. You know, I'll be like, oh shit, I haven't looked at my phone in a minute. And I'll be like, where the hell did I put it? Mm-hmm. I always like seeing the memes. I can't remember one specifically, but it's just like, I wish I could live my life dangerously and not around my phone or like turn off oh, my phone. And, yeah. just, and I'm like, it's nice. <laughs> Oh, I also find it super easy not to be around my phone. If it got taken away from me, it wouldn't kill my day. It's just like, if it's near me, then I'm checking it all the time, you know? Yep. So this next one, which I also love is connect with nature. Time spent outside in nature has wide reaching health benefits. Taking a walk through a local beauty spot or just wandering the garden helps us set a slower pace and reconnect with the natural world too. I love, love, love this one. Mm-hmm. I just like, I am a nature person. I love it so much. It literally just like ignites my soul. I oh. love touching trees. I love touching leaves. Like I, I'm like a dog out there myself, yeah. just getting all the sniffs. <laughs> I you am. S- you sound like a dog. <laughs> you think I'm walking Raven so she can get the sniffs? No, no I'm out there sexually molesting trees. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> the other morning though, when I was outside, the sun was slowly coming up and I looked up and I was just trying to embrace the sun because normally I hate the sunshine and tears came to my eyes and I was actually like, wow, this is a good day to be alive. Oh, I love that. Yeah, That's my favorite. Nice. Yeah. I tend to do that a lot with the moon and the stars. Yeah. Sometimes I'll just look at the moon and I'll be like, Man, it's amazing that there's like life on this little rock of a planet. Mm-hmm. Yep. What a beautiful thing. Yeah. So I guess I do. I was going to say, I feel like I don't do it, but I do. I do it with like you space do. and stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love looking into space and looking at like oceans. Like, oh, yeah. It's just amazing. I know. I know. Oh, did you ever, did you ever get into like watching like Blue Planet and those shows? Like the Disney Planet shows? No, it's, I'm pretty sure it's called, oh, maybe it's called Blue Earth. It's like narrated by David Attenborough and they like go through oh, the oceans no, that or oh. they go through the deserts. Oh, you would love it, Sam. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You got to get into that. Cause they literally, it's just beautifully shot and it's just like the most calming voice narrating like the animals and the sea life and like everything it's gorgeous I love that okay well that's on your that's on your docket all righty tip number four give yourself time that's it 
no. We're all guilty of a bit <laughs> of clock watching every now and then. Slow living is a mindset as much as a lifestyle. Allow yourself to take the time to enjoy every part of your day, even if that simply means slowing down your hurried walk to work. Things will take as long as they take. Accepting this is a big step. Yes, 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 yes. Mm -hmm. Just take your time. Like even if you're late in the grand scheme of things, not a big deal. I love giving yourself time. Like if we have Mm -hmm. to go take Raven to the vet or if we have to leave anywhere in general, I know that it always takes like 15 minutes to walk her before we can leave. Yeah. And I'm like, it takes us about five minutes to walk from the apartment and get into the car to actually leave the parking lot. Mm -hmm. And so Joe will try to leave at a certain time. I'm like, no, Joe, it takes 15 minutes and that takes five minutes. And he's like, what is wrong with you? I'm like, I just like giving myself time. Like, I hate being in a rush. It makes me feel sick to my stomach. It does. It does give me anxiety too. And I feel that exact same way of like getting ready. Mm -hmm. I love giving myself ample amount of time to do my hair and makeup and have time to change out of the five outfits that I'm going to recycle through before I end (laughs) up with the one I actually like and feel comfortable in. Mm -hmm. I hate being rushed. And so I, I've set this boundary early with Jake. I was just like, tell me what time I need to be ready for and don't talk to me. Cause he used to do this thing where it's like, it was 30 minutes before we weren't supposed to leave. And he's like at the bathroom door being like, are you going to be ready? Like, are you ready yet? And I'm like, don't even talk to me unless I'm past my limit. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Cause it drives me crazy that you're rushing me. Yeah. I getting ready and enjoying that time is really nice if you're able Mm -hmm. to. Exactly. You don't always get it. And then it's like, if I don't have that amount of time to do all the things, then I pair back my makeup or my hair or something. Cause I don't like being rushed during getting ready. Yep. So I think always take the time you need. All right. So the next tip is plant a seed. Slow living is all about living life at a more relaxed pace. In the modern world, we are all accustomed to being able to buy exactly what we want, wherever we want it. Follow a simpler routine and plant a seed. Watch it grow and reap the rewards of fresh produce grown at home. Mm. This sounds great, but I'm just like, I don't have the patience, but that's the point. (laughs) Yep. Yep. And I think I saw before, it's like you, a big part of this is like practicing patience. It's like, you got to build up your patience level because it's not going to be overnight. No. Tidy up. Busy lifestyles often equate cluttered homes, so why not to take the opportunity to simplify your living space? Reorganize your space so it suits a slower pace of life and donate all those bits and bobs that you don't use and which don't make you happy. I do that like every three to six months. Really? I probably do it once a year. I could be better about it. I like to, I mean, when we definitely moved into the house, I got rid of so much stuff, but definitely with like tchotchkes and clothes, I'll go through it. Mm-hmm. often yeah it's overwhelming to think about but once you do it it feels so good mm-hmm. so you just mm-hmm. have to think about that yeah outcome and just like with your underwear it's like I know we all like keep things because I paid for it I used my hard-earned mm-hmm. money maybe uh, maybe I'll like lose some weight and they will fit me like why would I get rid of it but it's like this thing could probably help somebody else right now. Mm -hmm. I haven't actually been able to use it in over a year. So if I do end up losing weight, I'll just buy new ones. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. 
The next one is eat mindfully. Remove any distractions from the dinner table and focus entirely on the physical sensations of eating a carefully prepared meal. We are guilty of eating without thought, but slowing down can improve our health as we are better able to notice when we're full this way. Find a recipe to cook and try it out. I feel like you're really good at this. I'm really good at the cooking part, but Mm -hmm. I think that we definitely eat a majority of our dinners in front of the TV. Do you? Yeah. See, I would be at your, your dining table every night. Like I love that you have a dining area. Yeah. I think we should definitely do it more often because what happens is I'm in the middle of cooking. Jake comes home and he's trying to tell me everything that happened in his day. And then something's on fire and he's like distracting me. And then I'm getting mad at him. And I'm just like, Mm -hmm. just hold it for when we're eating and have nothing to talk about. Yeah. Then it's like, we're always watching a show when we eat. So then it doesn't get talked about. Yeah. And one of these, like, can you shut up? I'm watching. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So I think it would be nice, honestly, to actually sit at the table and eat our dinners. If it's breakfast or lunch, we'll just eat at the bar and we'll actually talk to each other, not have something on, but dinners at night, we usually eat at the coffee table. Yeah. We eat in front of the TV too. I always want to eat like at our little bar area, but yeah, I do wish we had a dining area. Cause I would want to eat there. You could probably set up like a nice little, like two top table over by the, the patio door, like in that area or no. I kind of thought about that, but, um, I'd probably have to move the couch a little bit, which I would be fine with, but I have mm-hmm. thought about that. Cause I'm like, even I would want to like have my coffee over there yeah. since it's like outside and I can just look outside kind of, you know? Yeah. So that could be on your list for more slow living in the future. Yeah, true. Okay. Oh, it's your favorite. My favorite. Say no. No, bitch. You don't need a change. (laughs) You don't need to change every aspect of your life to go slow, but eliminating activities that you have no interest in is a good place to start. We all end up going along to events or taking up activities, which we don't really want to be involved in through some sense of obligation. Embrace the joy of missing out and make time for the things that you love. Love it. Love it. You guys already know how I feel about this. Yeah. I don't even think we need to say more on that. (laughs) No, we don't. (laughs) All right. So the next one is entertain yourself. What the fuck is this word? A shoe? Yeah. What does that even mean? um, Oh, like quit? Skip. Yeah, skip. Ignore Netflix for just one day a week and make yourself take part in some more vintage entertainment. Break out a board game, sit down with a really good book, take up a new craft, or have a go at baking those cupcakes you've always wanted to bake. (laughs) (laughs) I love this one so much. Yeah, yeah. I I just love like entertaining myself, you know? Yes. And I feel like I do do that, but there's always usually a TV going in the background. Yeah. I have to have something in the background, like TV, music. Told Joe, I was like, I'm going to go play in my office. And he's like, what does that mean? And I'm like, I'm just going to go play. Like, I'm just going to do whatever I want. Like when you just play in your room as a kid and just keep yourself entertained. Yes. You know what? I think music in the background is always great. And I feel like probably more audiobooks would be yeah. better yeah. than all this useless Bravo knowledge that I've now <laughs> accumulated. <laughs> you know what? Andy Cohen is going to call you to 
bartend on the next Watch What Happens Live. What a dream, right? What a dream. (laughs) (laughs) That's like my highest goal in life. It's not, but. (laughs) It's a pretty good goal, I think. (laughs) Take a slow trip. When you head out on holiday, don't make too many plans and allow yourself to wander off the beaten track. Explore the places that locals like to go, linger over lunch, and just sit on the beach until the sun sets. Travel with intention, but without a schedule for more in-depth experiences. Love it. Yeah, I feel like I do that already, too. I feel like you do that, too. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, like my schedule doesn't have to be jam-packed when I'm traveling somewhere. I just like to take it easy. Mm -hmm. It's like, why do you want to make it work? Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I just think the people that set up set in stone itineraries, itineraries it's like, yeah. what if you wake up that morning and you don't want to go to the museum? I know, you just do it because it's on the, it's on the schedule. Like yeah, that's what I fear, you know? Yeah, no. And it's, it's hard when you're with other people, but it's like, if you're traveling alone or as a couple, it's like, just do what you feel like doing that day. Okay. Last one. Last one. Keep free time free. God damn it. It's all too easy to notice a free afternoon and a busy schedule and quickly rush to fill it. Leave your free time free and see what happens. Let your day evolve organically and you'll feel satisfied at the end of it. That's fine it. with me. Yeah. I, you know what? This all sounds amazing. I feel like we're doing the majority of this. Yes. I think there's places where we can improve upon, but yeah, I think we used to be that crazy hustle all the time mm-hmm. but so unnecessary and the thing is it's like I do feel like I thrive in a busy schedule I, I tend to have a lot of patience normally I don't get super stressed out um, so I don't mind being super busy mm-hmm. I think it's just super nice now because I choose what I want to be busy with and it's not somebody being like you got to do all these 500 things and you're just like, but where does it go? And what is the purpose of it? Yeah. <laughs> Cause I'm busy out of my mind, but none of it is producing anything. Right. Yeah. I feel like I it might be surprising, but I can do well under pressure and like multitask yeah. and get that stuff done and like time crunch. But it's like, why? Mm-hmm. It's like, even though it may not feel like my blood pressure is skyrocketing, it is. Yeah. It's like, yep. You're just living in a constant like heart attack. And exactly. I don't want that. <laughs> yes. Completely get it. <laughs> um, so speaking on that, just because I did have this preconceived notion that slow living meant like not doing anything. But once I was like going through it and thinking about it, it sounds very much of like how my relatives live in Portugal. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted to like kind of talk through a day in my grandma's life because I even told Jake this before. I was just like, I don't understand how my grandma gets so many things done and I have, I get upset and angry if I have to call AT&T and be on the phone for half the day, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but anyway, so my grandma will wake up around like six every day and this was when my grandfather was alive, but she still kept the same routine go downstairs, make breakfast for the both of them. My grandpa goes off to the farm. My grandma would then make some dough for bread and leave it to proof. Um, She would go out back to the backyard, check the chicken coop, collect any eggs. She would get her wood fire oven going for the bread and for what she was making for lunchtime. So their lunch is dinner. That's when you have your big meal. So pretty much you're making dinner at noon. 
um, go back to the house, get a load of laundry in while that's going. She would go down to the farm where my grandfather was and like harvest and collect anything that he was tending, um, bring it back to the house on the way back to the house. She probably runs into like half a dozen people and like chats and gossips with them, gets back to the house, goes and puts the laundry on the like laundry outside gets like all of the vegetables she just harvested like prepped and put in the freezer or whatever makes what she wants to make with lunch she gets that ready then she starts making like lunch for everybody um while that's happening like the bread is proof so she goes and puts that in the oven with like whatever side she's making with dinner then around this time let's call it 11 30 noon all of us kids finally get up and we go downstairs <laughs> after my grandma's already had a fucking hey. day <laughs> Um, and I feel like we would always do things with my grandma, but it was never expected of us. So like we would mm-hmm. make the table and like sweep up after dinner, but for the most part, like she never expected us to go to the farm with her or do anything. So anyway, we'll have lunch, dinner at noon, clean up from that. At that point, that's like when sometimes she would take a cesta or like a nap for like an hour, but usually she didn't. And like during that time, she would like make lists of anything she had to get from the city, do finances, write any letters that needed to go out Mm -hmm. um, because it's like too hot to do things outside at that point. And then after that, she would go to the other farm that they have, grab anything from there, bring it back, stop, talk to anybody she meets on her path because it's like on the other side of the village. Uh, Before she gets to the house, she would take down the laundry, also put it in the basket, bring it over. Um, And then she would just start prepping all those vegetables and dealing with it and then start Mm -hmm. making dinner like leisurely. Um, And then during also anytime she's at the house, like people just stop in nonstop throughout the day to chat and gossip. Um, and yeah, it's like, you could see her like outside on a bench, just like trimming green beans for like two hours, you Mm -hmm. know, or, you know, they're not Italian, but I feel like that's why I really resonated with how this movement started where it's just like, you know, Italians will just make gnocchi for hours. So I understand why it's like, you're going to put a McDonald's in fucking Rome. Like, are you high? So anyway, then after dinner, she would clean up, we would go to the cafe. She would stay and like watch her soaps. Um, and while she was doing that, she's probably ironing or like patching up my grandfather's clothes or doing Mm -hmm. something. Then we would get back from the cafe. She would make us like a snack and like catch up with us on all the gossip we heard down there. And then (laughs) she would go to bed at like one. Oh my gosh. So she would get like five hours of sleep at night and do all of that work during the day. Wow. It's like, how? in between all this, you know, she's cleaning and doing all this Mm -hmm. other stuff, but it's like, how are you breaking, baking fresh bread for us every single day, going to the farm? It's just insane. As you're going through like her list, it sounds relaxing, even though Mm -hmm. she's getting so much done. I know. And she just gets it all done. And it's like, it's, and the thing is, it's like, I've never seen her in a rush or hectic or stressed or anything. Like, say she's in the middle of cutting the green beans and she forgot she had to go up to my aunt's house. Mm -hmm. She just cleans it up and leaves it where she ended or she throws what she didn't get done in a bag and she like finishes it at my aunt's house. You know, like there's never this sense of like, what have you gotten done today? Cause you get it all done if you're not freaking out about it, you know? Mm -hmm. 
my so gosh. anyway, wow. And I'm literally like, it's too much for me to send an email. <laughs> I know it's because I think there's just all this added stress on top of it, but it's like, if you're just leisurely going through your day and you know what you need to get done. Mm-hmm. So if there's not somebody like on the other end being like, it's three o'clock, where's this, where's this, where's this, has this been gotten done? Has this gotten done? It's like, listen, this is like almost with like me getting ready too. It's like, you told me this time. Mm-hmm. I'll do whatever I need to get done. I will be ready at that time, but don't yep. come at me. Mm-hmm. Don't come at me. Don't come at me. It's all I ask. <laughs> I'm, I'm slow living here. Leave me I'm alone. Slow living. <laughs> I'm sorry. Am I still not on your time? Like I'm fine. Yep. Um, but yeah, so I just, I was always, in, and also in the middle of that, she would always cut flowers and have like a fresh bouquet in the house yep was she ever like I have so much stuff to do no wow even when like we would like host like a big party or something it's like I feel like she never even had like lists she just always knew what needed to get done and if she needed to ask us to help or something but she always just got it done oh my gosh I love that I know. And it's, I I think one of the points was like, keep a routine. And it's like, that was always her routine. And even after my grandfather passed and she doesn't need to make like a big dinner or lunch or do any of those things, but she still Mm -hmm. does them all. Cause she's like, oh, well, somebody might pop in for dinner. So let me just actually make a dinner. And like, it's like, you could just eat soup for the rest of your life and it would be fine. But she still makes like a full dinner and everything. Wow. I know. So that sounds lovely. It is lovely. And that's why I always try to cook because I'm just like, I can do it when I'm in it. It is relaxing. And Mm -hmm. I think I've said it before, like feeding people is like my love language. Yeah. That's amazing. Saying no is my love language. Yeah. And that's another thing like that is her thing too. Cause it's like everybody in the village goes to the cafe after dinner mm-hmm. and she's just like, no, I don't really care to talk to anybody. Like I'll talk to the people I want to talk to. And she doesn't. And I'm just like, oh, I love you. She'll just yeah. sit home and watch her telenovelas. Oh. She's like, this is a nicer time for me than sitting down there and listening to assholes get drunk. Yeah. And Sam, she what? doesn't drink coffee. She literally runs like this on nothing. Really? Yes. Man, that's the tr- kind of life I'm trying to get. I know. Uh, you can get there. It's a mindset. Yeah. We'll all get there. Oh, that sounds really nice. I know. All right, Grandma. All right, Grandma. But that's also very European. I feel like that's not uh, outside of the norm you know, Mm -hmm. over there. But anyway, so I guess it's like, let's just move to Portugal Mm -hmm. and then we'll do the podcast from there. Okay. And the podcast will be about slow living. (laughs) (laughs) Just change everything up. Everything. Yeah. It's going to be amazing. That sounds so nice. Well, let's do our let's not. Yeah. Do you have one? I was literally going to say, let's not feel guilty about saying no. (laughs) Let's get comfortable. Let's not be afraid to hurt people's feelings when we say no. Oh, yeah. Like, think 
think of your time as money in your account. Like, how do you want to spend your time? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And also at the end of the day, it's like, think about how good it feels when plans get canceled on you for the most part. Oh yeah. You know, you're like, oh shit. Now my day just opened up. Yeah. The, the sky has opened up. Yeah. Possibilities are endless. Exactly. So it's like, know who you're talking to, but maybe for the most part, they're fine with you saying no. Yeah. Um, my let's not is let's not rush. Love uh, it. When we rush, we miss things. We fuck things up. And at the end of the day, it's like, how about you just take your time, do it the right way. And then you don't have to redo it. You're not stressed. You're not rushing. Mm-hmm. Just do it, do it at your time. Do it at your time. Yeah. All right. That's it. We're back and it's over. <laughs> don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at let's not podcast. And if you want to learn a little bit more. Uh, check out our website at letsnotpod.com. And we will see you next week. Bye. Bye. Let's Not Podcast is part of The Dorkening, which is a network dedicated for podcasters, a group of shows helping each other to grow, share ideas, collaborate, and innovate. You can check out more at thedorkening.com. And thank you to our sponsors, Deadly Grounds Coffee. Deadly Grounds Coffee is fresh roasted here in New England by skilled master roasters in a unique way that allows the true flavor of the bean to come through. It's coffee the way it was meant to be. Fresh, full, delicious. It's coffee to die for. Check them out at deadlygroundscoffee.com.